0: Before, Kidder, before we do start, uh, am I supposed to open? uh, Oh, I mean, that's up to you. Uh, No, Kidder, uh, before we get started, I have something that uh,
1: I I need to read. Is this like a a disclaimer or Uh, well, uh, we got into legal trouble and this is the way out of it? Kind of, uh, kind of one of those things where we need to uh, to make an official uh,
0: statement, kidder. Um And because of that, I figured I should be
1: official. So,
2: mm.
1: and it's been a while since the ref's been on. What yeah. do you got for us, Howard? What do you got? Uh, You're wearing the ref I, shirt. Yep, an official
0: statement uh, from the Triple uh, B Legal Department <clears throat> to the fans of Beer Blues and BS. Uh, when we started Beer, Blues, and BS, the goal was to provide an entertaining show. A show that welcomed everyone to pull up a seat, pull a, pour a cold beverage, relax, and enjoy time with friends. A show that was mildly educational, but was more akin to spending time with two good buddies. Recently, it was brought to our attention that a joke we told on the show went too far. In episode 42 of the podcast, Howard Charity, Conversation with the individual known as the gentleman from Indiana. In reading that conversation, Howard took on a different voice to help the audio listeners distinguish between the two sides involved in the conversation. While Howard tried to conjure up the geek voice used in the opening of of the podcast, it came off closer to that of the lollipop guild munchkins from the Wizard of Oz. Comments were made to Beer, Blues, and BS letting us know how the voice was received. It was never our plan to offend. The voice used by Howard was meant to be comedic. We here at the Triple B would like to take this time to apologize. We owe you a personal apology for our offensive voice work in episode 42. We are sorry you had to suffer from our foolishness. You are a dear friend and we would not intentionally hurt your feelings. We hope you will be able to forgive us. We have tremendous respect for you and your abilities, and we hope we can continue to work well together. We are sorry for insinuating that you sound like a gentleman from Indiana. To all of you, the members of the Lollipop Guild of Munchkinland, we are terribly sorry and hope you will forgive us.
1: Sincerely, Howard Blues and Mark Kidder i was gonna say i hope that we're apologizing to the lollipop guild because we know that somebody from indiana doesn't deserve an apology because we don't apologize on this show take it or leave it have a beer don't have a beer that's up to you legend tales of a place where the
0: booze flows freely and the stories are always entertaining if you were bold enough to seek out such a place Head 13 miles down the Tuscon Highway to a tiny blues joint known as the Townsmith Tavern. Once there, enjoy the ride. Ladies and gentlemen, you are listening to a UA production
1: of Beer, Blues, and Bowl.
0: Excuse me, excuse me, you can't say that. You're going to lose your family-friendly rating. You're going to
2: corrupt the kids.
1: B-ass. A
0: podcast that invites you to grab a cold beverage, pull up a seat, and enjoy time with friends. And here are your hosts, Howard Blues and the
1: Mark Kidder.
0: good evening ladies and gentlemen and welcome to beer blues mbs where three guys who love to drink beer battle a debilitating podcast problem i am your slightly concussed host howard blues here as always with my co-host the man the myth the legend
1: the mark Kitter. hitter how are you doing tonight it's good to be back here on rum rock and rumors it's another night and another show that we d- get together and try and make this thing that we call entertainment. And we use that term loosely. So, yes, thank you for joining us right here on the show. Oh, wait, what show? Are oh, this is that other show. Welcome to Beer Blues and BS. Yes, thank you very much for joining us. Uh, we have that fancy website, beerbluesbs.com. So, check that out as well if you would to uh, find out everything about the show. Beer Blues BS dot com that is our home in cyberspace and you can even buy us a beer or two or three and lord knows that we need multiple beers to make it through this show so howie blues thanks for the rousing introduction as always i appreciate that i'm happy to be here and uh, <clears throat> we're gonna make it to another one of these here shows that we call the triple b and tonight well we have Another one of these. What is this? It's another bottle with no label. So that would mean that, yes, the pink top. It comes straight from the Triple B Brewmaster himself, the local geek, joining us again. Welcome back to the show, local geek. Thanks for having me. Oh, we're happy to have you. And it's always a smiling occasion. When you're like, hey, I got some new beers, and guess what, guys? I got a couple bottles for you, because <laughs> <laughs> that that just brings a whole nother ray of sunshine into our otherwise gloomy world, other than when we're on this show. So, yes, Local Geek, thank you for sharing the pink-topped perfection you I'm welcome. hitting the top of the bottom, I'm not hitting the top, because I'm not going to end up with a Howard Blues <laughs> squirting situation over here of the, the beer going everywhere, but in your mouth or in the glass. So so,
2: it's funny you say that, because uh, this beer is actually the same beer that did that, but it's the one that I just brewed this year. It's the mini DNA once again.
1: The mini DNA. Now. Because I don't remember the episode number for that and uh, I know Howard's wearing the official official shirt. Does Howard the ref remember which episode number that was when we introduced this classy, classy beer?
0: Uh, Yeah, that would be episode 12. Enter the brewmaster would be the uh, first time that the local geek joined us and we had those beers.
1: Yeah. Enter the Brewmaster. Yes, mm-hmm. and the Brewmaster has joined us again. So, Local Geek, thanks for sharing these with us again, and thank you for, well, meeting up and having some lunch with me so we could talk about all kinds of cool stuff going on there off camera, and uh, of course for for bringing these. So I think it's time for what's on tap. How about that? And it's the mini DNA, right?
2: Yes, it is. I did uh, change the recipe up a little bit this year from the last one. It's not probably in Howard's favor. I added a little more blueberry to it, so it's a little more fruity than last, last year. <laughs> <laughs> Excellent. Excellent.
1: Howard, go ahead and give us that drink. You got a nice frothy mug there. Mm-hmm. You- yeah, I wasn't taking any chances um, of a repeat since this beer has
0: bested me once before <laughs> and new carpet. So, uh, yeah, I already poured
2: it and... uh And enjoying. I I also already had mine poured here, so in the fancy Beer Blues BS glass. Available now in the merch store at (laughs)
1: BeerBluesBS.com. What? You gave me that, like, really, you took that moment to use a cheap plug? Yes, it was the perfect (laughs) moment for a cheap plug. There's no bad time for a cheap plug. Like buying us a beer at BeerBluesBS.com. Handy dandy website right here beer blues okay so how about we give this thing a nice little pour into the metallica glass yes yes how am i doing there local geek looking good now you gotta talk again hmm. I, I do yes so there it is i don't know uh oh i can fit it all in there we're we're getting down to the end here so that would be a full sixteen ounces, uh, wouldn't you say there, local geek? Full sixteen ounces, right to the top.
2: It, it sure filled your glass. I figured it'd be closer yeah. to twelve, but <laughs> oh, you figured it'd
1: be twelve? Okay, well there, there it is. We're closer to sixteen, and uh, cheers from from the Metallica group. Hmm. Fresh out of the bottle and right into the glass. Hmm.
2: Yeah, you definitely can uh, taste the extra blueberries this time around. Yeah, it yeah. actually smelled like wine when it was fermenting. I was a little worried it was going to come out too strong. <laughs> I would not complain.
1: I, w- I would not complain. It'd be it'd be really good to have the, the blueberry taste. The guy in the ref shirt officially would complain. I would. I would. But uh, one, I'm not my dad. And two... Uh, you know, I like Derek too much to complain, so (laughs) (laughs) yeah, it's true. It's true. Plus it's, it is delicious, delicious brew. So thanks again, local geek for buying us this round. Uh, and by buying it, I mean, putting your blood, sweat and tears into it and putting all of the time into going through the entire process, start to finish which you can see in one of our bonus episodes as well.
2: Yeah, it's always fun to come on with you guys and share my beer. That's probably my favorite part of brewing. The beer is being able to share it with friends. So
1: well, thanks for doing just that. And I have a breaking sports update. So, oh, your fighting Sue, are back in action with men's hockey tonight at the Ralph Ingolsted Arena in Grand Forks, North Dakota. And they are playing the St. Cloud State Huskies. So, right now, with oh, that would be just under uh, just over eight minutes remaining in the third period, St. Cloud State Huskies won. Your University of North Dakota Fighting Sioux 7. And uh, second period intermission here. Waiting for the third period to start with your Colorado Avalanche against these Chicago Blackhawks Is That their team that Rude Boy Calf cheers for. Your Chicago Blackhawks 0 but the true your Colorado Avalanche two. Mm. There's your official Triple B Sports update.
0: Thanks. I'm sure that there will possibly,
1: maybe, be a goal horn in this episode. <laughs> <laughs> and we only have uh, you know 20 more hockey minutes to go till the completion of the NHL game, so we'll just give it a go. <sighs> so. Local Geek, what have you been up to this week? What's
2: going on since we last talked to you? Oh, I've been staying fairly busy with work. And of course, the little guy's been keeping me busy. Uh, <clears throat> other than that, just, just kind of hanging out. Now, uh, you you told me
1: when we met up to do the brew exchange about some plans that you have for your home brewing operation. Would you like to share some of those with Howard and or the rest of the Triple B universe?
2: Well, my ultimate goal would be down the road when we get a new house. Ideally, I want to get a place with a big enough garage that we can park both our vehicles in there and have some space to act as my home brewery as well as craft space or what have you. Uh, water and floor drain and heated. So then in the wintertime, I can brew a little bit better. This batch was actually brewed in my brother's garage, which was fantastic to be able to do in the winter time. I do have plans to do another batch in his garage, probably in the next month or so. That'll be the wheat beer that we talked about last time, the Abner O'Neill.
1: Wonderful. And uh, you have some
2: other plans as well with uh, kegging. Yes, yes. I, uh, for Christmas, I got almost everything I need to start kegging my beer. So, in the future, I'll be able to just walk over behind me a little bit. I've got a uh, freezer that I've turned into a kegerator, and I'll be able to just pour myself a pint and come right back. You lucky son of a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> so, what I'm hearing is, you
0: know, the next time you're on the triple B, uh it's at your place.
2: <laughs> I mean, that could be an option. I do plan to bottle a few bottles to give away to people still, too, so... I like Howard's option a little bit better. <laughs> <laughs> you Wonderful. would you would have a tough time
1: getting Kidder away from the from the tap.
0: <laughs> no, I'm just going to hang out here. <laughs> just
1: just going to keep watching this. Make sure that you know it's uh sturdy and uh, stays intact. I don't don't want it to fall apart or anything. Uh, test test this thing out here. You know, <clears throat> be good. Other than that, there, uh, local geek. You're planning a couple other brews aside from the wheat one you discussed before. Have Um, you thought that far ahead?
2: I've kind of sort of thought that far ahead, but not to any extreme really. Um, I'd like to do a Porter at some point. I'm thinking I might save that probably for fall. And then I have wanted to do an Irish red for a while, too. So that's kind of on my list. Actually, it's on my short list. I wanted to get it done when I realized that I was running out of time to do the mini DNA to have it done in time for the little guy's birthday. So
1: well, thanks for grabbing the blueberries, and making the brew happen as always. The official brewmaster of the triple B. Love it. So thank you. You're welcome. This round brought
2: to you by local geek. You're welcome. I always enjoy sharing it. So, not that I wouldn't drink it all myself if I didn't share it, but it's a lot more fun to share it with friends. Howard's
1: just enjoying that. He's just, mm hmm, mm hmm.
0: Well, let, let's face it, we, uh, I think we all kind of know that uh, between you and Derek, uh, there will probably be a what's on tap round two. So, I'm, I'm trying to make sure I keep up a bit. <clears throat> so, that I'm ready. If we get that far. I'll be ready, so that's that's what's going on over here. So I'm doing pretty well, doing pretty well. Make my way through it. I mean, it is a blueberry beer, so it's a it's a struggle, but uh, you know, I'll, I'll get through it.
2: <laughs> you no know, I still.
0: Me. I was gonna say I still just haven't found an enjoyment of blueberry beer yet. No,
1: it was pretty enjoyable after the sixth table. For the that samples. So, that, yes. You you at one point enjoyed the blueberry beer. So maybe that's just the problem. You need to have about five other beers and then have one. And you'd be like, this is the best blueberry beer that I've ever had. Local geek, you are the best brewer of the blueberry beer ever. Is that a, that a good tipsy Howard Um, tipsy Howard would giggle a bit more Um,
0: (laughs) yeah tipsy and drunk Howard he he, he's a very happy jolly uh, drunk um, (laughs) yeah drunk (laughs) the few times because I I don't tend to uh, to get drunk a lot I because I hate the hangover crap that comes after it. But the few times that I have been, um, there are stories. Like the, uh, the time I went out drinking with Farva, and he dropped me off at the, uh, at the townhouse, that was up in Grand Forks, and uh, Lefty and her roommate were, they were working on some craft project, and they just had the Disney channel on in the background, and I just proceeded to lay on the floor, looking at the TV upside down, watching whatever it was laughing my ass off only to later be informed that, you know, and I, I was like, Oh, this show is great. What, what, what am I watching? And they're like, you're watching Hannah Montana. <laughs> Boy, it's funny. <laughs> Comedy gold. So yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> yep. That's so, <laughs> so there'd be a lot more laughter on uh, Howard's end if, if we did that. So and then probably a lot of regret the next
2: day.
1: Kind of like uh, the two days after we polished off that bottle of honey whiskey. You know, right
0: I, I still have a bottle of that. Do you want me to br- bring that over tomorrow? I I, I can. Just, just stay silent if you want me to. Yeah. All right, I'll bring it.
1: <laughs> you son of a bitch. <laughs> Is it the same stuff or is it different
0: no it's the it's the same jack daniel's tennessee honey whiskey
1: Score!
0: that there is a goal told you Three, there'd nothing? be. Uh, told you there would be goal horns before
1: this episode was over sorry rude boy avalanche need more wins than you guys sorry not sorry that that's hashtag <laughs> hashtag sorry not sorry yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's a beautiful beautiful goal from Kadri to Rantanen over to Landeskog and back to Kadri mm, very nice Andre Fleury is pissed the I'm other sure. night uh, <laughs> when the avs played or i should say when chicago came to colorado Andre Fleury, the current goalie for the Blackhawks. He was so pissed at one of the goals that he almost snapped his stick when he went uh, skating off out of the goal crease after they uh, called it a goal and started whacking his stick on the ground. Oh, it's a redirect. And they squeaked one in past Franco's. So, Howard, you didn't get excited enough. Now look what happened. The Blackhawks scored. Come on! Sorry, I'll I'll stop paying attention to when you do the scores because we know that. Truthfully, no, right you now. need to tune it up. Get the excitement level going, man. Mm. Pump it up! I'll work on that. Sorry for our, our audio listeners who who probably just had their speakers blown out of their car. <laughs> Sorry, not sorry. Is that a is that a thing? <laughs> Apparently that's the theme of tonight. Sorry,
0: no. not sorry. <laughs> Probably will be the title of this episode. <laughs> just just going to call it that right now.
1: Or it's going to be, and then at the end, hashtag sorry, not sorry, we didn't call it that. <laughs> <laughs> I, well, I don't know that it would get to the end, because I'm sure future Howard would have put that up
0: there at that point and, and just said, um, no, no.
1: <laughs> all right yeah well that's okay too so <clears throat> now that we've figured out what local geek has planned and uh, how we have a steady beer supply for the next 12 months they just scored again howard that's did you turn on the game over there? Did did you start watching? Cuz I, I know, know you can't see it from my camera angle. Yeah, yeah, I don't know what's over there behind you. I don't see what's where the camera is here, dude. You're Are you watching this? No.
0: I I'm not. Listen, my my internet's on a shoestring already. The last thing we need to do is have me trying to stream the colorado Avs game and record this show i leave that on to a you. shoestring yeah why do you say that well i'm just because i can yeah, and like it's... right now kidder like well i mean on my side uh you're coming across beautifully pixelated oh, yeah I'm getting, I'm getting
2: that too <laughs> so it's, yeah. it's i think it's on his side not yours Mm. definitely is not because i am
1: sending 720p video from my 4k camera mm. so i think <laughs> <Woo-woo! clears throat> there we go there we go yeah get rubbed rub, 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 yeah! up yeah go let go go let's go and, also uh, yeah
0: mm-hmm Mm-hmm. I was just gonna say, also, sure. kidder, I can't get that fired up because you know I'm wearing the stripes. Got to be, you know, non non biased.
1: I'd say so take them off. I don't think you have a shirt under there, so you I might don't. have to you might have to go make a trip to the closet. Uh, that's, uh the hoodie's just back over there. <laughs> where, where was I? Where am I? I'm almost out of beer. That's that's what this is. Cool. This might be the first time we get to
0: what's on tap round two before we even get to topic two in the run sheet at this
1: rate. <laughs> it's probably going to be that way because uh, just want to throw out there that uh, this evening stopped over at Thomas and again. That uh, nice little corner pub, if you will. Old school, classic cocktails over in Mandan. Had a Sazerac. And I believe the other one uh, is called The Old Boy. I think so. I'd have to uh, look at the menu again. But both whiskey drinks and both tasty drinks. They weren't lager drinks. That's what we got going on now. And I don't think we're going to have cider drinks tonight. But we're going to talk about some songs with the good times. And hopefully... Talk about some songs for the best times. We've gone so low as to make a Chumbawamba <laughs> reference. <laughs> but that's the beauty of it, because you may have been so low, but you get back up again, and you're never going to keep me down, right?
2: You mm. know, I got dyslexic with that song one time, and it it is a totally different song when you do that. Were you drinking too much and you no, just or... fell down? <laughs> You're just... No, it changes the course. To I get knocked up. Oh, <laughs> I suppose. I mean, and you have not drank a...
1: enough for this conversation. Yeah. Uh... <laughs> well, I'm not drunk enough for this either. So, what's <laughs> tr- <laughs> Let's see. What's on tap? Round two.
0: Topic two. What, we have hit I, a new low.
1: You know, I <laughs> or a new a, high. I, I haven't had one of these bud selects in a while, so we're going to cool
2: down with that. <laughs> I don't know what's going on with this show. You know, Mark, uh, you when, know, I, when I saw you were at Thomas Moriarty's today, I almost brought this down to you so that you could suffer instead of me.
1: And what is that?
2: What I've got for the second round here is called the S'mores Party Stout from Goliath Brewing. It's a real fancy-looking can. Hmm. This thing says, stay chilling and relaxing. We put no lactose in it. And it is 10% alcohol. And it is a 16 ounce can. It's good that your beer isn't lactating. (laughs) And I have had a few of these before and there's something to suffer through. (laughs) i like how he's had them before
1: but he brings it on this show like yeah you guys suck so bad i'm gonna bring this pile of crap
2: i I figured i would save you guys having to try it at some point in the oh that's you're taking one for the team okay i I almost i almost gave you one because i've had three of these because it Mm. came in a four pack
1: well you can have the fourth one too
2: i I shared one with my brother and the other one my wife actually picked these up she was the one that wanted to try them so I was like, yeah, sure, buy them and we'll give them a go. And if they're not good, I'll have one on Beer Blues and BS. And here uh, we are. <laughs> he saved the lowest of the
1: low for our show. Man, that's just, this is well, this is just great. I appreciate that. It's content right there. Right. And it's our official slogan,
0: you know, sharing the misery together. He's sharing the misery.
1: Mm, yes, yes. Mm-hmm. Well, give us give us a sip. Tell us tell us the uh, rest of it. What kind of uh, nasty aroma are you getting
2: off of that? And then and, and the the taste and everything. What do you got going? The aroma is actually really good. It's kind of chocolatey. When you take the sip, though, the first thing you get is the bite of the alcohol, and then you you do get a little bit of like a chocolatey marshmallow kind of taste on the back end, but it, it's not balanced at all in the beer. So it's not like it flows from one flavor to the next. It's like, here's one flavor. Now here's another one.
1: Does the glass make it taste a little bit better? (laughs) Not really. No. uh, That was a good moment for you to push the merch. Yeah,
2: I know. (laughs) Push the merch. It's about to turn. (laughs) (laughs) Unfortunately, it's not a magical glass. Uh, Well, that comes out next week. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I'm
0: continuing uh, for round two here. I'm continuing Howard's totally wonderful trip through all the seasonal beers he could find. Um, uh, And tonight's seasonal beer comes from the Odell Brewing Company out of Fort Collins, Colorado. And it is their Isolation Ale. So, I was looking to see uh, 6% alcohol by volume, and uh, the description on here, here in Colorado, summer's barely over before our eyes start searching for those first fall flakes. Nobody, nobody looks for snow, ever, ever. Ever. And uh, for the return of Isolation Ale, a smooth caramel malty ale
1: balanced by a subtly crisp hop finish. So that's what I got. Well, uh, Sounds great, aside from that little bit at the end about the hop finish. I mean, it, it sounds very delightful. Yeah, well, I mean, it doesn't say that it's an IPA, but we'll see.
0: And I don't really smell the hops, so... That's probably good for you. Yeah, it's definitely got that caramely malty taste. I mean, it's got a very strong grain taste to it. Um, Right off the bat, I'd actually almost guess that it was darker than it appears to be on the rim of my uh, can here. It's not bad. Not great, though. I'd probably rate it maybe at 2.53 on the five-point scale. So Solid. Solid. Not something I'd want to drink a lot of. I think this is... One and done? Yeah. I, I don't know that you'd want to drink
1: like a six-pack of them. Unless you wanted to have a little bit of sickness and a conversation with the floor. Yeah, I mean it just it's just that grain taste is just so
0: strong with it. I'm gonna I
2: might need a palate cleanser at some point. <laughs>
1: <laughs> gonna need one of them there. Yeah.
2: So well, I I found <clears throat> I found some more flavor text on this can here. Oh, here we go. And, and also it's uh, toppling Goliath brewing, not just Goliath brewing. Mm. It says the dream of the nineties is alive in decora. Time to preheat your oven for bagel sized pizzas and pull out your jazziest cups. The 90s are back and fresher than ever. Our s'mores version of Fresh Batch strokes the fire with notes of toasted marshmallow and melted milk chocolate squished between graham crackers. You see what I did with the flavor text there? Yeah. Mm-hmm. 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 Didn't
1: really sell me anymore on getting <laughs> that beer. It, it sold me on, like, yeah, you know, maybe I could pick up some stuff to make some s'mores. Uh, that sounds pretty good but that beer doesn't really doesn't really sound too good speaking of beer that isn't that good as we are still on what's on tap <laughs> <laughs> longest what's on tap in history uh as uh Howard knows from the episode that came out tonight we did the terrible trifecta Of Shinerbach. It's not Shinerbach, but there's Shiner brewing beers. Seasonals. Okay. So you at home driving wherever you are when you get a chance, go back two episodes and listen or watch. Listen to or watch that episode. Okay. Then you'll know where we're coming from. And then come back to this moment right here. I would say watch the because it's worth the the seeing our faces and our suffering. It's, it's very much worth that. So again, as Howard knows, Lane got a set of these three beers and I, I mentioned to him and then also gave a set to JS gunslinger. Because he was interested in them, and I'm like, I got the perfect thing for you. This episode comes out uh, next week because uh, last week I believe, or, or it even two weeks ago that I saw him and I gave him these because it was such a thing that I I felt I needed to do is share these three beers from Shiner Brewing, these specialty beers, and I said I didn't tell anything about the beers. And I didn't, and, I didn't give any inclination of how good or bad they were. I said, these three are from this episode that comes out, uh, tonight as we're recording this. And I said, save them and watch the show with us and try them with us. And because, I will just
0: say, uh, I just wanted to throw this in
1: quick kidder, uh,
0: Derek, if you're wondering why we didn't give you these three, it's because we like you.
2: (laughs) Fair enough.
1: (laughs) There's a reason that the episode is called Triple B of Doom. Because (laughs) this trifecta of beers, whatever you can still hear in my voice as I'm talking and the occasional (laughs) sneeze, it came from that. Two weeks ago, I've been. This is dealing with this garbage, but anyway, I don't. I don't know if he specifically tried these. This is a JS Gunslinger because Lane also didn't tell me if he had tried them yet. <clears throat> but uh, I gave JS Gunslinger a few other ones, including the the Voodoo Ranger 1986, uh, whatever the hell that IPA was, and then the uh, water. Well, yeah, I don't have it in here anymore. I got rid of it. I was thinking. Uh, also gave him uh, some of the summer bliss from New Belgium and the heavy melon. I kept one of each because then I can drink them up on this show. But the rest of them I gave to him, and he drank most of those. And he said that uh, most everything that I gave him, he drank already, and we're pretty good. <laughs> so good, but. He, that voodoo ranger 1985 whatever it was if they is voodoo ranger and then they something 1985 which i was like oh, okay i'll try it no same thing he said he had to mix some orange juice to make the damn thing palatable <laughs> so i wanted to mention that haven't heard from lane yet but now uh you know this being two weeks later maybe he'll actually tell me by next week We'll see. Or he'll see this episode and then tell me and it'll be two more weeks. So the choice is yours and yours alone.
0: Or he'll actually uh, win the race that we have going on and uh, come on the show and he could tell us in person. It's true. It's true. So we'll, we'll see. I don't, I don't know if you've seen this yet, uh, Derek, but we have started another one of these races against the gentleman from Indiana who has failed to appear on the show. He's now racing lane to see which one comes on the show first. So the challenge has been issued uh, and we're just waiting to see which one contacts
1: us to uh, come on the show first. So All right. We'll, uh, you know, I don't think that dirty bastard from Indiana actually saw any of our content until I tagged him in something last week i don't think he's even seen any of it until then because he actually commented on it he's like you dirty bastards well yeah that's just one episode man you gotta go back another like 20 (laughs) watch
2: the rest of them and then formulate your opinion on it That that should be pretty good he did send you the toilet turtle video, so he must have watched at least part of that one. Mm-hmm. Uh, that was that was Brother Smalls who. Oh, well, that's right. Yep, who sent us that? But he,
1: also he in has... Grand Forks. So good job paying attention to your geography, local geek. <laughs> Astute listening and viewing. So thank you for being our number one fan. <laughs> yeah. Um.
0: Yeah. No, he has watched some because he he. I think he watched the uh New Year's one where I made the uh the resolution for him to actually be on the show cuz that was where we got the whole uh conversation that was in episode 42. So he he has watched
1: some, but he's not a he's not a faithful uh viewer or listener. Yeah. So his uh, his comment which I, I just pulled up because you know he he started watching and he got to the point where we were talking about him and then he commented like he I don't know if he paused the video and then commented but he goes so i'm still working through this one full disclosure but i did review the chapter titles so he's cheating i preemptively offer you both quote you rat bastards i mean that's it, fair enough whatever and then he says this ought to be good and then, I don't know, two hours later, a comment to his comment. You shits. Both of you. Well played. And then he laughed. So, I mean, what? You think this is some kind of joke? You think this is funny? Like, haha, funny? What? Huh? Yeah.
0: Kill <clears throat> cool him. Yeah, he sent me a private message about uh, the fact that he sounded like a member of the lollipop guild. Um, so that's hence. I, uh, could,
1: I could see where you would get that sort of
0: confusion. Uh, hence our apology at the beginning of this episode. <clears throat> yes.
1: Hello, I'm the gentleman from Indiana. And I don't really like coming out to and beers because uh, I have an affinity for avoiding certain things from certain people
0: yeah Uh, and on that note we should get back on the the uh, topics otherwise we're going to be here all night (laughs) where the where the hell are we (laughs) there's
1: Uh, only only seven minutes left in the game man (laughs) this this is gonna be good oh he highlighted it that's where we are
2: okay we're we're still on topic one (laughs) it's like wisconsin we keep talking about beer (laughs) We're well, we're, it's kind of a we, we've been
0: on topic one with a with a we, we worked topic five in there as well because topic five was what's on tap ground oh, yeah. two. So we, we kind of went one to five.
1: Now we should go back to two. I will say, if we keep talking for another five ish minutes, I'll be done with this so that I can start a third. <laughs> so, how long do we want to play this game? It- <laughs> well let's let's try and get some of these topics because we got okay. some good,
0: we got some good material on here, Kidder. Uh stuff I'm excited to talk about. So okay. Go. Okay. Uh, okay. Sorry, I'm I'm used to a, a much smoother man with you. the legend, the Mark Kidder transition.
1: Not I tried old. to
2: give you the transition with the Wisconsin comment, but I I caught it, but uh yeah. Mm.
1: Well, on my way back from across the river last night, I passed the Culver's, and at Culver's, they have some tasty cheese curds. You know what cheese curds they, they use? They use the cheese from Wisconsin. You're not only talking Wisconsin, you're talking cheese. Is that a cheesy enough transition for you there, Howie? Truthfully,
0: I just <laughs> love when I have stuff that's I put in the run sheet and just for him to try and make the transition to a topic that he doesn't know anything about, it, it's... Honestly, it's one of my favorite parts of the show, so we saved it. Thank, <laughs> thanks,
1: Kidder. Thanks. You're welcome. <laughs> yeah. Happy to be here.
0: Yeah, no, I, I wanted to uh, to to talk a little bit about uh, a, a bit of my work. Uh, my work, every year, except for during the uh, pandemic, we took a break. At this time of the year, we do what's called Cheese Week, and it's uh, we have a couple of uh, staff members who they don't like they have their birthdays, but they don't want sweets. They're not big sweets people. And so they created Cheese Week. And so to celebrate their birthdays, everybody brings in different cheese-related dishes. So it's like a week of snacks. Um, And it's been a very good week this week. We've had everything from um, cheese and crackers to um, little mini cheese balls that were excellent um somebody actually made uh, mozzarella sticks so that was one we've had mini cheesecakes it's been great but i noticed uh that for today friday nobody signed up to bring anything and uh i couldn't let that happen so uh i spent some time in the kitchen uh thursday night <clears throat> and i made a couple of dips and uh Got to work this morning, and I uh, I sent an email out to the people in our division who participate in this uh, fun event, and uh, I wanted to share it, Kidder, because truthfully, I liked the email. I thought it was funny. Thought you might get a kick out of it. <clears throat> so here we go: a fun, dramatic reading in a non Munchkin voice. <clears throat> so I see that Cheese Week, the Cheese Week banner is down, but I'd like to point out that four days does not make a week. No need to worry, for I have brought forth one final offering of cheesy goodness. Today, I'm delivering a duel of delicious dips to delight the dairy dependent. The first is a lovely cheese and olive dip with a nice, subtle cheese and green olive flavor profile. A dip of this simple sophistication needs a suitable partner and has been paired with buttery Ritz crackers. For those glad it's Friday and want to get a jump start on the weekend, the second dip is a tasty beer cheese dip made with only the finest ingredients imported from such exotic locations as Philadelphia, Wisconsin, and Portland. This delectable dip is paired with a nice hearty pretzel cracker that complements the flavor profile of the dip. I will have these dips on the back table shortly after 11 so that they can accompany your lunch. Enjoy. And, uh, kidder, you'll be glad to know I have dip left over. Mm-hmm. So, tomorrow night for the Royal Rumble,
1: I'm bringing it's dip. Be cheesy. A yeah. Cheesy Rumble. Yeah. Ooh. We will have dip. That's a smooth transition.
0: I, I, yes. And hence why, Derek, you may have noticed I moved topics in the run sheet. See that? Professionalism yeah. until I called out <laughs> that own thing.
2: But, yeah. Well, I
1: want to transition into some bad news. The uh, Blackhawks have scored once again. Patrick Kane scoring a goal, so it is now 4-3 to with your Colorado Avalanche still on top with plenty of game left to go. So, yes, we got ourselves one of them there hockey games. And since brought up a little hockey update, a terrifying moment from Wednesday night. Terrifying. Yes, I say terrifying because it wasn't that far into the game against the Boston Bruins. And there was, I call it a shady play. Everybody else at the uh, analysts said, no, no penalty there. But they had to assess the penalty because originally the officials named a five-minute major on uh, one of the Boston players for how it looked like he lifted his shoulder into Nathan McKinnon's face. And uh, Nathan McKinnon dropped, and there was blood everywhere on the ground. But in the review, they looked at the uh, you know replay of several different camera angles. Turns out it was just very, very, very bad timing. And McKinnon's stick... Got messed up off of the other player's stick, and it came up and smoked him right in the face at full swing, which caused McKinnon to suffer a facial fracture and a concussion. And yes, like I was saying, he was bleeding all over the f- place. Uh, they they took a close up shot of him laying on the ground, holding his holding his face like this, and you could see the blood squirting out of his nose onto the ice. So uh, It sounds like, from one report I saw this evening, that he will be out another three games, and should still be in the All-Star game, because he's the captain of the uh, Western Division, I believe it is. But, other people are reporting that he is out indefinitely due to those injuries. So we'll see. It really sucks because McKinnon is kicking ass and the abs are kicking ass. But let it happen now. He can rest up, be super healthy, just in time for the playoffs. Time to win the Stanley Cup. Let's make it happen. So... Just a a terrifying, terrifying angle. In fact, in the slow-mo replay, as his stick comes up and hits him right across the center of the face, you can see his nose doing one of these back and forth as it's wobbling from the impact, and it makes you go oh. oh, oh." So, best of luck. Feel better soon, McKinnon, and uh, may your face heal adequately because I still, still need my doppelganger. (laughs) I don't know if I mentioned that the would have been a few years ago now, four years ago at the the game down. in yeah, I see you. I see you giving me the thumbs up. So (laughs) what episode did I talk about that on? You know, I could just make up a number and, uh, put it, but you know what? I'm just gonna let future Howard. Um... Oh, okay. Thanks future Howard. Appreciate that. Uh, aside from that, an interesting thing about uh, the Arizona coyotes, because that's where that story took place is when uh, we were down in Phoenix slash Glendale, the <laughs> Glendale city council ended the lease with the Arizona coyotes at the end of the season because they owed over a million dollars to the city in back taxes and failed rent that hadn't been paid yet. In fact, the city was going to evict the Arizona Coyotes in the middle of the season because they hadn't paid, and so then they came up with uh, some kind of a financial agreement there. So the Coyotes are looking to build their own facility that may take three to four years to complete So what are they going to do in the meantime? Try and get the NCAA to permit them to play at the local college arena with significantly less seating. So, And uh, Gary Bettman has already said that they're not moving the team out of Phoenix, the, the Phoenix area. So there's that. 2.20 left in the game, and Flurry is off the ice. They've pulled their goalie so the Avs can stick it in. Let's give it a go. All right. So uh, what else do you want to talk about there, Howie Blues? Well, I had had a nice transition into wrestling, and then you went all hockey on us. Sorry, I laid the smack down on your topic selection.
0: Well, which was mostly just a beautiful transition
1: into the next topic. What was your beautiful transition? Was it a bit cheesy? <laughs> just like that joke. Just like that joke. Okay, I'm not lubricated enough. I need another drink.
0: Derek, I'm so, sorry. I don't think we're ever going to get to the end of this episode.
1: That's okay. This thing's going to take me a while to get down. Yes, that is an empty net goal, ladies and gentlemen. Your Colorado Avalanche 5! The Chicago Blackhawks 3 with two whole minutes left in the game. Still plenty of hockey to play. So do we do a melon? Do we do summer bliss? Do we make it mountain time because it's abs time? Game time? What do you guys want me to to, uh, uh, delve into here? Something different? Something new? Hmm?
0: I was just going to say, Derek, I'm sorry. You're not even going to get to finish that sentence at this rate.
2: (laughs) I don't think I ever got focused to show I've hardly made a dent in this thing since I started it. It's that bad, huh? It is.
1: Well, if you're suffering through something bad, then that means I should probably do something not good either. What do we we got here?
2: Mm.
1: Well, you know what? We already had fruit tonight, so let's let's do the heavy melon. Here we go. I uh, believe I had this one uh, when we did the trifecta episode from uh, Des Moines, but uh, we'll do this one with a few less beers in me. Uh, 5%. No, I didn't have this one. Okay. I think I had it while I was down there, but must have been after the uh, episode so uh, this again is from the new belgium brewing company it is a heavy melon beverage five percent alcohol 12 full ounces and there's really nothing on this can in fact uh, that's a watermelon ale. That's about all they say. The uh, Blackhawks just squeezed in a goal as well, so now it is five to four with your Avalanche still on top. All right, <clears throat> there's there's really nothing of con- consequence on this. I mean, there's really no tasting notes or anything to look forward to. So it smells a little watermelony, a, a watermelony, a little sour. Maybe uh, kind of like sour beer with a hint of watermelon. Mm. Yeah. Yep, there's the uh, there's the watermelon on the top. So this might be good if it was like 100 degrees outside and you had nothing else to drink. Mm. Um, overall, I'll give it a one and a half because you can actually taste watermelon. Yeah, minute twenty-four left in the game. Five to four. Colorado Avalanche on the top. All right, wrestling. Big weekend ahead, as in big day tomorrow. Yes, <sighs> Royal Rumble, and we'll have a special episode for you on the Royal Rumble and all of its shenanigans. Uh, so we won't delve into. All of that right now. So you're welcome. What we uh, will discuss is this week. AEW was in uh, Ohio and uh, they had a beach break series. And I say series is in two episodes. They filmed uh, dynamite live on Wednesday and then uh, recorded a rampage episode, which aired tonight Didn't get a chance to see that, but uh, took a quick peek at the results, and it looks like a pretty good show. So, yes, they they had this special beach break show. Uh, Nothing really to note other than a a few fantastic matches. In fact, there was an unsanctioned lights-out match between Orange Cassidy and Adam Cole, where they beat the crap out of each other. Had some wonderful spots. And toward the end of the match, the ring apron kind of opened up, and a dude comes out, and I'm like, who in the hell is this person? And everybody's like, oh, it's Dan Housen. I'm like, that doesn't mean anything to me. Uh, Apparently, it's a dude who has a demon living inside him who's not really evil and not really good, but adds Hausen onto everything. Like, he makes money Hausen all the uh, human money and he wants to make stacks of it. And I, I don't really know how to describe him. I guess, because I saw him for 30 seconds and I'm like, what the hell is this? Yeah. So Dan Housen is a comedic wrestler, uh,
0: whose catchphrase is, uh, very nice, very evil. So he is polite, evil, uh, it, it's a it's a pretty funny uh, gimmick. He does a lot of stuff. He does add housing, um, as you put it. Uh, to add Kidder, actually what happened was they lifted the ring apron because Adam Cole was going for a weapon and when he pull, was trying to pull a chair out, it wouldn't come, it wouldn't come, and he finally pulls the chair and pulls Dan <laughs> Housen out uh, with it. Hmm. Um, but yeah, his, his whole shtick is being this... Uh, kind of demon guy. He talks in a weird uh, voice kind of throughout. Uh, I'm going to share because Derek should see this. Um, so just, but he, uh, he wrestled in ring of honor uh, for a while until uh, that is kind of shutting down. There's a good kind of giving you an idea of him. Um And uh, he has now uh, signed with AEW. So uh, it'll be interesting to see what kind of chaos and such he gets into. Um, But he is pretty funny. He's been known to do things like just um, show up at other wrestling events. He crashed the Jericho cruise. Um, So he, he does a lot of gimmicky things um, and such, but uh, yeah, so it'll be interesting to see what he brings to AEW, but he will bring he'll be another comedic element along with Orange Cassidy.
1: So I get- saw a tweet from MJF saying dot 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 shit. He followed me here. <laughs> oh, go Twelve seconds left. That is a Chicago loss. Yes, Avalanche have picked up the win, six to four. Yes, I know there's twelve seconds left, and things can happen. But I'm calling it, baby. It it went shooting up and across, and it looks like Kim Carr is going to get the goal there, careening his season into the next universe absolutely amazing he is uh, on his way to beating bobby or in the history books like there's nobody else that's close to him it's awesome so yes game is over baby that's an avalanche victory put that w on the board here we go yes avalanche win once again also uh, just happen to come across this while you were talking about Dan Allison. Uh, Apparently Jonathan Taves has been sidelined again with a concussion so he was not playing this evening and uh, as of this moment the Avalanche have taken the number one spot for the most wins in January in the NHL's history with 14 and there's still another game to play. Woo! yeah let's go baby all right you want to continue talking about uh aew (laughs) i think i think we're good (laughs) i I think we're good i see you have one note on here about wwe so i'll let you so the here's what's pissing me off with the royal rumble and i'm not gonna go into the talking about the royal rumble so much because that's what we're going to do on another episode with our predictions. And that special episode comes your way right now because you can go find that episode when this is already out. But WWE has been releasing information about special people showing up and hints at who's going to show up in the Royal Rumble match and whatnot or be at the Royal Rumble. I'm like, stop! Make it a surprise! We know that you have 12 people on your roster, so make the rest of it be a surprise. Those 12 are going to be in the match. The rest of them, it's a surprise. That would be way better of a Royal Rumble than uh, here's the 28 people in the match. Come on. Stop ruining the surprise. But this one is very interesting to me because Jeff Hardy with whatever he had going on six weeks ago, so now eight weeks ago as of the airing of this episode. Okay, so two months ago, he was at a house show, and then middle of the match, lethargic, he's out. Just leaves. Doesn't come back. Nobody knows what happens. WWE says, we're going to send you to rehab, for alcohol, drugs, whatever the case is, and he says no, and they go, okay, you're fired. Apparently, he took a drug-alcohol test during that period. Now, I bring that up because WWE, hurting for talent as much as they are, said, hey, you should come back. And according to, again, these different reports, is John Laurinaitis gave him the phone call and said, hey, come back. We'll give you a good contract and we'll put you into the Hall of Fame, the WWE Hall of Fame. We'll put you in there. Hardy said, no. And then he said, can you send me those results of the drug test that I took six weeks ago because they haven't been disclosed yet? And I want to see that they're negative. So, the plot thickens. So, what do you think about that, Howard? A little, little weird? Uh, you
0: know, a little weird. I, I can understand his wanting to see the results. I don't know if he's thinking that it's going to change anything. Um, but he might want to know. I mean, it's a medical test that he did be nice to know if he cleared or not. Um, as for him turning it down, I can understand that. I would kind of guess that he's unhappy. And knowing him, he's fairly loyal to his brother Matt. So the fact that they're offering him to go in, but not Matt, I could see him saying no. You know, maybe if they offered it as hey, the Hardy Boys entering, he might, but yeah. That's just my hot take. Having seen nothing
1: on this, <laughs> so just very interesting because there were multiple reports of it throughout uh, uh, yesterday and today on on this and different pieces of information like that of he was thinking about it and then he promptly said no, the Hall of Fame, etc., etc. Uh, also interesting note that I just learned, according to some reports, another long term WWE employee is no longer with the company due to internal restructuring at wwe uh this executive amanda Tustian, she was the director of over-the-top content operations left wwe yesterday and there's no word as to why she left Uh, She'd been with the WWE almost 12 years, hired in 2010 as a creative writing assistant. She, in her role, assisted the creative vice president of Raw and SmackDown and handled travel logistics for a team of 14 employees. And She was appointed into the Talent Development Coordinator position in October 2011. She was there until 2013 when she did various tasks with talent recruitment, including booking extras for events, uh, such as our friend Danny Duggan. Big shout out to Mr. Duggan from uh, up north in Winnipeg, and uh, glad to see that he is doing well and uh, wrestling some shows throughout the states right now. Uh, Apparently, she was promoted in September of 2020 to that position again, the Director of OTT Content Operations. And she helped migrate over 14,000 hours of content and metadata over to the Peacock streaming service. So interesting that she is no longer with the uh, WWE and... The bleeding continues, I guess, as a uh, local geek looks at different video filters, tries to go under the sea.
0: Well, be careful. What do you think on that, Howard? I, I have no thoughts on this. This is some executive I don't know, and <laughs>
2: <laughs> I don't care. i
0: i don't know i mean it sorry i I, because all it says is that she left the company for all we know she quit she got a better job offer i i yeah i i without having read a story get her i got i got nothing and to be truthful i kind of tuned out for a while there i was me too enjoying my isolation Mm. In fact, I tuned out, and all of a sudden, I looked up, and Derek was playing with the filters, and it flashed off right at the second. I'm like, "Wait, did
2: I see something?" <laughs> no, that? you're just
1: getting drunk.
2: You saw nothing, <laughs> <laughs> apparently.
1: <laughs> see now, I'm now I'm curious. What other kind of other kind of things can we get into over here? Careful, oh, yeah. we
0: might break the internet.
1: Yeah. Apply visual effects. Oh nope. I, I apparently can't because I'm not using the Google's browsing device of choice. So gonna have to have the I local geek do that.
2: I think the only time somebody ever used the visual effects, their video didn't work on the show. <laughs> uh brother Nico
1: used the blur effect on his. And uh, Rude Boy Kyle did, too. And then he stopped when Sterling came into the kitchen. <laughs> so, oh, yeah, look at you and your monochrome. It's not even cutting it out right. Yeah, yeah, you black and white bastard. Look at that. Oh, oh now I like Derek's much better. Look at that. He's, he's studying in a nice cozy nook.
2: At nice the raining uh, cafe at the at the the tavern down the street from his house. That's probably more accurate now though.
1: Mm, yeah. And now uh, pour a pint for yourself and make it look real. <laughs> so what about this breaking the internet? I mean you, you've done pretty much that with changing all the filters. <laughs> <laughs> so uh broke this meeting I, anyway. I
2: thought you guys might like this little project that I did this Earlier this week, or maybe it was late last week. I can't remember for sure. But uh, I run a pair of Raspberry Pis for my DNS servers, which also offer ad-blocking capabilities. So they filter most of the ads out of my web browsing, which is kind of nice. And one of them was running on a Raspberry Pi 2 with an 8-gigabyte memory card in it, which had filled up. So I decided I have an extra Raspberry Pi 3 sitting around, currently not doing anything. So I bought two 64-gig memory cards and upgraded both of those Raspberry Pis. Both of them are now running on 3s. And when I swapped them out, all of a sudden my internet quit working, and both of the Raspberry Pis had hundreds of errors suddenly hitting them. So I was looking through, and... It took me a little while to figure out, but they had a new default setting that they would only accept requests from their local network. Well, I put all of my network management devices off on a separate network, so my computers were not a local network to them, so they were rejecting every request they got, and I had no internet access at home.
1: <laughs> Good job, and you call yourself a geek. Come
2: I, on. I, I did figure it out and get it fixed, so... okay. How long did that take? Maybe like five minutes when I actually started digging into it. I noticed it when I swapped the first one out. I noticed the errors flying at it, but my internet was still working. So I was like, oh, I'll finish this other one. And then I'll start digging into the errors. And then when I swapped the second one, I lost everything.
0: I I like how you, uh, Kidder, tried to like criticize him for, you know, you call yourself a geek and and Mm -hmm. I would be lying, but I think most of that conversation (laughs) would over my head. So I, I mean yeah sure good job way to figure it out mm-hmm.
1: Mm-hmm. <laughs> just like uh-huh uh-huh yep
2: <laughs>
1: he doesn't have anything else to
0: say i i don't uh... no oh man I, I made the joke i was hoping somebody would pick up the, the ball and run with it and the guys <laughs> just kind of like left me hanging on it this. was
1: it was a softball free for local geek to just take that thing and to...
2: <sighs> I, i'm sorry i failed i, I, I was too will busy say, though... screwing around with the freaking filters <laughs> like oh look, i'm gonna be <laughs> underwater again this is pretty sweet <laughs> I, I will say i have over five million domains blocked right now for ads <laughs> Wow, five million domains for ads. Okay. Yep. So
1: I want to say what, but more so how is that different than an ad block extension that you would put in your browser?
2: It's it's a similar concept. Um, it doesn't really benefit for home users, at least in our area, as much the way it works. But if I had bandwidth caps, it would prevent those ads from ever even reaching my bandwidth. Whereas with an ad block extension, your computer still actually reaches out to those websites. Basically it it stops the the connection from
1: requesting the data to be transferred and therefore using that data
2: on your network with the traditional ad blocker. Right. And it, it BAM um, it doesn't block things like YouTube ads or Hulu ads or things like that. So very good.
1: I like it, especially I love blocking ads when they take up worthless space and pop-ups and all of that.
2: Yes. I I don't mind non-obtrusive ones, but the ones that get in your face or start making noise at you, those ones get totally on my nerves
1: and the ones that really bother me are the uh, news or newspaper websites that you go to look at an article and they're like here's a pop-up you got to do this and then there's this but uh if you do the uh non-ad blocked site there's 30 ads on the side and they're in the middle and over the top and and you're like, where's the actual article? Because there's so many different things popping up and they're like, please look at our advertising because we get 20 cents off of each of these and that's how we stay in operation. And I'm like, well, you could have a better product in general and then you'd still be
2: viable media. Right, or I mean, even just you know, a, a non-obtrusive ad that's it's there, and if people want to click on it, they can click on it, but it doesn't have to take up half the screen. That's exactly correct.
1: Thank you, local geek, for supporting my position on advertisements. <laughs> I,
2: I understand that it has its place, and I I try to respect it when it's respectful to me. <laughs> really, ads that are respectful to you well if they're not you know blowing up my speakers or taking up half the screen <laughs> that i'm trying to read they just sit there and be themselves or are neatly stored at
0: the
1: end of an episode right like going to beerbluesbs.com and click on merch <laughs> to get the entire store selection for whatever you might like like shirts hoodies glasses maybe a backpack all kinds of great things at
2: beerbluesbs.com. It was really tempting to hit the mute button on, on that one just to be an ad blocker myself. <laughs> well, you just mute yourself. So then when you start bitching
1: about hearing the ad, it would just. <laughs> yeah, just like that. So you'd hit the mute. It, it just doesn't, you know, actually stay on. And then, you know, just switches. So, see,
0: it's okay. Future Howard will eventually go in and take out at least like three of these.
2: (laughs) Future Howard is the ad blocker. Mostly, (laughs) mostly because we switched to a new graphics set and it it takes just a
0: tiny bit longer for me to uh, put in the new
1: graphics than the old graphics were. So sometimes I'm sorry <laughs> the cost of perfection. I'm sorry, okay? It- I'm trying to make it not intrusive like here's a little bit of eye candy
2: for you right along the bottom of your screen. Look at this little well, the good news is when you cut it out the way Mark's been jittering tonight, nobody will notice where you yeah. cut it. I mean, and I don't cut out every
0: uh, cheap plug that Kidder puts in, but I I will at some point be like, no, no, we'll skip this one. Uh, (laughs) Like liking us on Facebook. (laughs) Yeah. See, like that one, probably gone, (laughs) except I now made a reference to it, so (laughs) Ah! 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 (laughs) probably have to be in there, but there might have been some at the beginning of the show that just disappeared. Um, Like watching
1: our shows on YouTube. So speaking, <laughs> Oh,
0: perfect. Oh. Uh, hey, speaking of YouTube, Kidder, uh, I, I I've still been uh, diving into these straight line mission videos, and uh, of course you have. Yeah, man, they're addicting. I I'm not gonna lie, it's uh, it might be a problem, but um, you have to see someone about it. Uh, the uh, geo wizard the the main guy I've been following uh he just put out the line review video this week which is kind of a uh, that's a tough video to watch and I usually don't watch them because it's basically him like showing on Google Earth his line so here's where I you know the line that he was trying to follow and then all of the squiggles of him trying to do it and he tries to break down his score and he sometimes will tell more stories and things like that um it was kind of interesting he addressed the controversy about was his third attempt across wales a success or not a success and he basically said i'm counting it as a success but it's a, su- a success as a um is a non-continuous run so he he's basically created two new categories with this the continuous run and the non-continuous run so being which Hey, listen. He the guy has created his own sport in this case, and so Derek got so upset he
1: just left. I know. <laughs> hey, I noticed this. this is crap. And he just he just takes off his headphones. He gets up and leaves. Like, I I, I, didn't I didn't know
0: he felt so strongly about straight line missions. I, you know. I I guess I also didn't give a spoiler warning, so I'm sure he's like, I can't listen to this. I I'm going to watch this later. Yeah. I, this is absolutely Um, blasphemy good job howie i you know i try um anyway so I, i watched that hoping to just see if he gave any more insights and such and really not so if you're kind of following along with me on this you can skip that one um not as great but kidder i found a couple of new people trying these challenges um including a uh pair of gentlemen in finland who decided? And, and here's here's a trend, Kidder. It's a it's a new thing I'm finding. In this these are people who decided, you know, walking across the whole country too much can't handle that, can't do it. Uh, and so I've been watching a lot of these guys who have been doing like, I'm gonna walk across like my village or my county. And so, uh, one of the ones that I have watched it's these two guys in Finland. They decided to walk across their their village. But of course they chose to do this in the middle of winter in January during a snowstorm because (laughs) why not? Why not? (laughs) I mean, you know, and it's always amazing to me, like the lack. Well, you know, just how little they prepare for this, because in this case they thought, Oh, it's 22 kilometers. We'll do this in a day. It's like they're walking through snow, trudging through forests, they had to cross a river. I mean, and all of this, they got about halfway and they're like,
1: It's dark, we're cold, we're done. So, it, yeah. um, do it in the summer, like, come on, make <laughs> a plan and then follow it.
0: Yeah, I Use your so, brain. So, so, so I watched theirs, it was okay. Um, but it was, it was one of those where you're just like, and again, a lot of like, hmm. Uh, we've got this GPS to do this challenge. We don't know how to work it. Uh, I mean, a lot of these are people who have seen the Geo Wizard's videos and said, I'm going to do this because he got a million views on his video. So I'm going to do it. And it's like, that's uh, not a good reason to uh, to do this. Um, the audience is missing Kidder's wonderful face that he is making from drinking that watermelon ale. It was it was spectacular on my end. It was just the last little bit, just <clears throat> absolutely horrendous. I think they missed a few of mine with this one too. Yeah. Um. Anyway, so I, I watched theirs. It was okay. Uh, I watched another one. It was a pair of teenagers who decided, like, oh yeah, we'll walk this short distance. They never said how far uh, to their basically to their house and it was the only great thing about it kidder and it goes to like as i said how little these people prepare for this part of their line went across the golf course and they Mm -hmm. uh they didn't like check to see if it was open because they were going in like early spring and so they're going through the woods and all of a sudden they're like man there's all these golf balls here what's up with this the part of their line went, like, right on the edge of the driving range, and there were people out there hitting golf balls <laughs> in their general direction. Oh, so they had, to go, like, hit they I, had to go, like... I wish
1: they would have hit
0: them. They went, like, way out of their way to get around it, because they're like, we're going to get hit. So it's just like, who doesn't check? This takes, like, five minutes to, like, Google. Hey, when does the so-and-so country club open? You know?
1: Uh, yeah, so... Or be there smart was- about it and get, you know, like a giant piece of metal and just hold it and then walk across the, the driving range as you hear, thwap, thwap, thwap. so many more people would watch that video like, hey, check out this two wankers almost getting smoked by golf balls. This is crazy.
0: Yeah. Well, this was a, this was a small YouTube channel. I think they had all of like 16 subscribers. Um. But they, I mean, it brought him in about 1500 views, um, but it's the channel belongs to a teenage girl. So that might be part of it. Um, but anyway, that one wasn't bad. Uh, the last one that I'm currently watching is a is an interesting one. They're trying to go across a county, a county in the great state of Indiana.
1: Uh, by the way, <laughs> of all of the places and all of the states, you had to be the one one.
0: Um, but I, and, and I've been enjoying it for the most part. Um, the 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 gentleman who's doing it, he he has a friend and again, he's not the gentleman from Indiana. He's not the gentleman from Indiana. This is a different uh, guy from Indiana. They're again high school students, but again, like, hey, you're gonna go on this long walk you know, do some prep there again, like early spring. So like the fields are melting and all that. And the main guy whose channel it is, he's like, well, I'm wearing boots and I came prepared my buddy. It's like, he's got this thin little backpack. He's wearing his tennis shoes. I mean, like the kid eventually quits by part four. Cause he's just like, I am done. I was not prepared for this. This sucks. <laughs> mm. Oh, um, so it, that one's been interesting. I actually watched another f- f- video by this uh, this kid from Indiana uh, which had a great title and I was like, okay, this is an interesting challenge because it was basically finding my way home. And the whole concept was that somebody, I think it was his brother dropped him off randomly somewhere in the state and he had to find his way home. He wasn't allowed to use his phone, wasn't allowed to use his a GPS he was allowed to make one phone call for supplies and that was it. And this sounds like an interesting challenge, you know, to be dropped off in the middle of basically nowhere and see if you can find your way. And it started off really good until he gets to the first, like within the first, like half mile, he comes across a river and he's like, I'm going to float it. So he uses one phone call to have somebody bring him a an inner tube and he basically floats the river until he realizes, hey, this river goes past my hometown, so I'll just uh, get out there. But it's the slowest damn river, Kidder. And so there's like a five, six-minute section of this video of him floating in this raft going, well, I'm not going real fast. I'm going probably about a mile per hour. And he just kind of keeps coming back to that point. And the thing that's like, super annoying as the viewer is in the background as he's kind of filming you can see this cover covered bridge where he started and like you can see like how close it is and you're just kind of like you haven't gone anywhere you know it's like it's like it's so slow he got bored and kept making clips and trying to kind of like put it so like yeah i've been floating for a while but it <laughs> bridge keeps appearing and you're just like you have maybe gone a hundred yards. Terrible. So, uh, so that one was a a bit of a disappointment. I haven't seen if he's finished his um, crossing of Montgomery County, Indiana, Um, but I'll I'll probably watch that and, and see what happens. So that is your straight line mission update as kidder. I continue to find these videos. I continue to watch them and I continue to lose my faith in humanity.
1: It really doesn't take much when you watch stupidity like that. So, <clears throat> in other news, here's number 4. Cheers to both of you. Why are you shaking your head at me?
0: I just was thinking if, you know, this continues we're going to have to put out a PSA, don't drink in podcast.
1: Then we wouldn't have a show. That's uh yeah. Yeah, and I, the people I... watching or listening wouldn't be able to make it through a full episode. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So we don't want to advertise ourselves as some kind of a scam. You know, beer in the title, and then don't drink. Uh, this is not going to happen on this show. You're you're teamed up with some good brothers right here with some good entertainment, with some uh, good beer. Yes, this one is a good beer because it is one of the Bud Selects. Yes, there was the first one from earlier tonight. Is, it's not going to focus. No, I didn't allow it to focus because it emphasizes how the autofocus just doesn't really do its job but i mentioned a scam what are you talking about hold on hold on hold on orion is back uh decorating the set he i think wants the blues brothers photo moved to the right a little bit to the right
2: I thought maybe he was looking for a portal. Now, now he wants it back to the left.
1: Orion, Orion, hey, what's going on? <laughs> he's, he's like nothing. Just, just trying to get through the portal. Oh, he, maybe, he's a maybe. Big it's a fan here. of Dan Aykroyd. He's a big fan of Dan. Look at that. He's like, hey, hey, Dan Aykroyd. Hey, you're Elwood. You're, you're, uh, maybe he thinks it's, uh, he thinks it's me. I'm like stuck in the picture. He's like, Hey, come on, I'll help you. I'll help you get out of there. Okay, now we're done. <clears throat> Did you find what you're looking for? Yeah, I think he found it. <laughs> yep, found it. <laughs> okay. <clears throat> well, there's a little sidetrack for you. Yeah. Yeah. You're welcome. So,
0: yeah. So, uh, Kenner, I wanted to talk about this because I've been seeing this uh, pop up in a couple of Facebook groups that I uh, follow. And I wanted to just put it out there and warn people because I've been seeing people fall for it in some of these groups. And so, you know, I wanted to share this. Um, there's a couple, there's kind of two variations of this. It's a t-shirt scam. The first version uh, that you might see and it's, Probably the one that's been out uh, the longest is when you see um, an ad like this. I don't know if it's popped up for you guys quite yet. Yep, it did. Yeah. Um, but it's an ad like this. Somebody goes into a group, um, especially one that where you're not allowed to sell things, and they post a thing. Hey, you know, would you be interested in this shirt? If so, say yes. And a lot of times what they'll do is they'll get people to say yes. And when you do that, the scammer then puts in, in a message, well, Hey, then go to, you know, send, you know, go to this link or send me a direct message and I will give you the link. And it takes you to a storefront where you could buy the shirt, but it's really just a front to steal your credit card information and such. And again, like, The example here is for the Umbrella Academy, but I've seen this in, um, because I'm in a bunch of different history groups and things like that. I will see them do this with stuff that is in with groups where you're gonna see a lot of older folks and such. So it is kind of, it is, it's very predatory. Um, One of the groups I'm in, I'm in a group on uh, North American bison, just because my uh, great-grandfather raised bison. So it's always been a fascination uh, with me. But they'll do things like this, where they will post, you know, like a a shirt with a bison on it and be like, hey, if you're interested in this, and it really is, it's just a a scam. And it's really targeting kind of the older folks that are in there. So there's this version, but there's a new version of this scam kitter that has popped up. And it is, to me, it's just kind of actually even sickening. But it's the it's what's called the autism uh, scam. And what they're doing is they make a post about how their friend's son uh, or their neighbor's son has autism. But has learned to do graphic design and are making designs and making shirts and putting them up for sale. And, you know, I bought one. It'd be great if you could support him or at least tell him what you think of the store. Uh, here's an example from the group Goat Crazy. Um, and it's, you can see just kind of a very uh, generic uh, design. But it's again, it's to get people to go, oh, I would love that. Go to the storefront, put in their information. You never get this shirt. A lot of times, these are done in um, different online, like shirt creators, where you can actually, like, hey, create the design as a mock-up, and then take and never you actually have
1: the to- picture. Basically, and you don't have it actually set up through the store. It's just a scam, and then uh, you direct them to a website where you collects your information, and then basically steals it yeah we'll 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 send you a shirt no problem
0: yeah and a lot of times they will uh take and use things that are very popular um here's another one um that's again from a dog group um and what you'll notice is it's the background is actually kind of taken from the nightmare before christmas um, so doing things like that, but it's under this guise of my son is autistic or my neighbor's kid is autistic and it's just tugging on people's heartstrings and it is just a terrible scam. So, uh, this has been appearing and again, some of the groups I follow and I thought, you know what, this is annoying as hell. Um, it's worth sharing and putting out there so that Other folks, if you see it, hey, you know, pass on the word. If you see something like this, it's more than likely a scam, and you shouldn't do it. I I don't want to see people get robbed of their hard-earned money over this, because it really does. It preys on, you know, people who are really into certain fan groups of things,
1: so... What's interesting to note on it is both of those last two, the text was nearly identical on it. And in both of them, the grammar and spacing was horrendous. So that should be number one. The first thing to step out or uh, be a warning sign to you is that it's the same text used in other posts and then number two the spacing and grammar is absolutely garbage so any legitimate store wouldn't have or allow that sort of bad promotional uh, ads basically like our store beerbluesbs.com you click on merch you can tell it's our store you know that we have created the designs on the store. You're not only ordering an item from us, but it's through a legitimate like web store Teespring or Spring, depending on which part of the site that you're on because they've rebranded part of their company. And you get a legitimate tracking number. You get an invoice that's legitimate. And you get a product that's also legitimate as the local geek can share because he has that classy
2: uh, he's showing it right now yep absolutely i was just waiting for the chance to steal the screen from you yeah so <laughs> just try and
1: be internet smart you know don't click on these random sites random links things like that use your better judgment of who's posting it What the post looks like, the text that's in there, like be internet smart. If somebody calls you and says you are going to be arrested by government because a warranty is arrested for you, and you're like that doesn't even make sense. Like, why are you calling me? You going to be you go to jail? Police come get you? And you're like I what? Like, why are you telling me this? And you need to send us gift card five hundred dollars. There is no business on this planet that will say, you need to buy a gift card and we will clear the debt. No business. So if somebody says, buy me a gift card to Lowe's or Walmart or wherever, tell them to fuck off because it's a fucking scam. Come on. I'm sorry. Just, just the stupidity of
0: it. Yeah. Okay. Well, and and the images that I shared, it was from one of the groups. Um, it was actually the bison group. Um, we had somebody, one of these scammers, posted in there, but it was uh, it was the like the gang from Charlie Brown, so Charlie Brown, Snoopy, Woodstock, all decked out in NDSU football gear. Hmm. Um, and it was like it can't up and some people uh really made the comment about well do you have the license to sell this stuff to make you know these graphics with these characters and these logos and and to do that um but somebody went in and all of these examples that i've shared uh came from a post that they put up to say hey everybody in this group these things are a scam and here's my evidence of it, where you can see uh, the name of who posted is the same and they've just joined different groups. You know, Hey, we're a group that likes this breed of dog. Great. Here's a shirt. Here's frogs. Here's a shirt. So just kind of trying to call these people out and um, get them banned from groups and such. But I wanted to put that out there. Cause I've I've seen it several times in that group and a couple of other groups and it pops up and I always see people who are responding with, yes, I would love a shirt and dah, dah, da, da. I'm just like, ah, don't do it. Scam. You know, it's, yeah. So I just kind of help and get the word out since I have a platform, wanted to share and, uh, and do that. So Howard's good deed of the day. Be mm-hmm.
1: internet smart. Go yeah. to beardbluesbs.com. Somebody who uh, is at
0: home playing the Beer Blues and BS drinking game is now in need of a new liver.
1: Um, It's true. We don't have those on the merch store at BeerBluesBS.com, but you can get a fancy new shirt to cover up that incision for when you get the surgery. Yes, and with that terrible bit of news, uh, Kidder... Terrible bit of news. We've
0: been talking of all for quite of the, a
1: while. All of the new shirts uh, available. <sighs> Is yeah. that really terrible?
0: Anyway, uh, <laughs> we've been talking for quite a while. It's time we wrap this up uh, with, <clears throat> unfortunately, more cheap plugs. Sorry, everybody. So,
1: so you're saying that I said something to cover the incision, like a fancy T-shirt? Is that That's your issue with it? Go on.
0: No, I'm just saying. Oh, wrap stretch?
1: It. Oh, wrap it up. I thought you were telling me to stretch. Like, like <laughs> we need more content for this episode. I, I, th- I thought we had enough content. Like, go to beerbluesbs.com and click on merch. Because the merch store is here. <laughs> I got it. Yes. 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 <laughs> yes. <laughs> what you can't see is that Howard was shaking his head and then he did one of these with the finger to the eyebrows going, oh, we're doing this. And then he continued to shake his head after he removed his hand, put his headphones down, got up, and he has left. So now it's the local geek and me. Local geek. How easy is it to visit our, uh, our merch store?
2: It's super easy actually. I yeah. had no I had no problems ordering the uh, pint glass. And you got the pint glass. Like it's I, a legitimate. I did. Type. It, it showed up about I don't know, about a week later. The shipping wasn't super fast, but it wasn't anything that I was too worried about getting quickly either. So
1: Now was the shipping cost on that uh, outrageous? Was it free shipping? Like what what's was cuz I I have I, not I don't think it was
2: free, but it, it was less than five bucks.
1: Wow. And that's pretty good for a glass to go through the mail service of choice.
2: Right. It, it might have been free even. I can't remember for sure, but I remember it wasn't anything. I was worried about the cost of shipping for, like you said, a glass. I was expecting to pay a little bit because it's something I don't want to get broken. Awesome.
1: See? And there is your true... Life testimonial from the local geek himself who visited beerbluesbs.com. What did Howard just do? <laughs> what, what did you just do? I did you break right. the internet? Nope, I'm just sitting here, <laughs> just clicking on random shit. <laughs> like, oh, what does this do? I, I didn't see what you're talking about either. Okay. Well, that's very interesting because uh, it gave me the like join uh, notification sound or the I'm presenting notification sound or this is being recorded and it just kind of reshuffled everybody. So that's very
2: bizarre. Especially when we're doing cheap plugs. You guys did reshuffle after Howard presented the last picture that he showed of the t-shirts but
1: so it is howard's fault hmm. Hmm.
0: <laughs> no sorry uh i just I, i'm reading news uh but uh attorney general wayne stenjum passed away yes so
1: it's very unfortunate and uh, we're we're sorry to hear the news uh He was uh, rushed to the hospital this morning after being found unresponsive at his home in Bismarck earlier today. So, yes, uh, all of us at uh, Beer Blues and BS extend our sympathies to the family and friends of Attorney General Wayne Stengem, who uh, continually worked for the betterment of uh, North Dakota and uh, looked out for the citizens of the state as well. So, yes, um, very sad news today out of uh, Bismarck. So we extend our sympathies to uh, friends and family of uh, Attorney General Wayne Stenjohn. So, uh, again, also sad because he was not running for re-election this time. He was going to retire. Um, So unfortunately did not get the the time to retire and enjoy the time away from the public servant life but um we thank you for your service to the state for something like 28 years or, or so uh doing a wonderful job as the uh attorney general so wayne said to him, thank you for your service so Uh, On a different note, I suppose let's just uh, wrap up this episode. We talked about the website, BeerBluesBS.com. We're on Spotify, iHeartRadio, Pandora, uh, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, uh, Amazon Podcasts, and Amazon Music, Stitcher FM, IMDb, and pretty much anywhere that you get your audio podcasts. And, of course, the video version available on YouTube, You can find all of those at BeerBluesBS.com. If you would uh, like us on Facebook, that would be awesome. Uh, Subscribe to us on YouTube there at YouTube. Uh, Just search Beer Blues and BS. You can find us and uh, subscribe to the show. It's absolutely free. So, Local Geek, thanks for joining us again this week. Thanks for the Tasty Brew of the uh, blueberry variety.
2: Yeah, always happy to join you guys and glad you liked it.
1: We're looking forward to the next beverage that you have brewed in the brew cave, if you will. So, for uh, Local Geek, thanks again. For Howard Blues, I am the man, the myth, the legend, Mark Kidder. Thanks for joining us for this episode of Beer Blues and BS. Make sure your glass is at least half full. There's free beer tomorrow, and we will catch you on down the dusty Tuscan Highway. Catch you again next time on Beer, Blues, and B.S. Thanks for joining us. You have been listening
0: to a UA production of Beer, Blues, and B.S. If you enjoyed the show, help others find out about it by rating the show or leaving a review at your podcast listening service of choice. Thanks for listening, and may your glass never be empty. UA Productions presents A Glimpse Behind the Curtain Oh look, it's Freya
1: Say hello, Freya Say hello oh oh Frey's got a lot to say today. Oh oh yes Frey Frey says go abs go 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 How about let's go sue let's go sue. let's go sue let's go sue, let's go sue. yeah I, I know it's a good chant.
0: I like how she's just giving you a look like,
1: why are you doing this to me? Mm -hmm. Father, I demand that I be put down, please.